live in three, two, gay. All right, we are live. Welcome to season 20, episode two. This is How to Type, Elon Musk edition, where Jab and I will basically type somebody that we kind of pseudo choose, except the fact that the audience has decided to choose Elon Musk this time because out of all the requests we got, I mean, yeah, Jordan Peterson is up there, but I think everyone wanted to do the Elon Musk thing because uh, he was on the uh, Joe Rogan show uh, recently, which, okay, sure. Fair enough. Uh, That makes a lot of sense. Uh, So, uh, and there's a lot of controversy out there. Everyone's like, Oh, he's an INTJ or he's an INTP or he's an ISTP. Uh, which I thought was kind of funny that someone mentioned ISTP. What, what do you think, Jab? Uh, what, what's your feeling on uh, Elon Musk uh, before we actually get into it? Like, you got any predictions? Any predictions, Jab? Um, other than the inside scoop I have, I don't exactly want to spoil the story. So I think I'm <laughs> going to just so that, you know, spoiler alert. Well, lack of spoiler alert for that matter. Um, as if like you know, Star should, Wars was a thing, right? Right. So, um, how do you want to? Uh, let's just put out how we're going to do this. So, sure. we're going to be using the typing grid, which has the Berenzian model. So, we're going to use the interaction styles and the temperaments to determine the likely. Completely put on the whiteboard tonight. This time, I actually right. like planned it. <laughs> Maybe this should be right. closer. So, though. that nice times table. We're going to try and figure out which one it is, and we're also going to identify cognitive functions to support that theory. So obviously, if we you know type someone as a um, okay, so I'm pretty sure the most likely here are going to be INTJ or INTP. That seems to be the common consensus. So let's just say, oh, it's an INTP, but for some reason, if we're seeing FI, it's going to be no, that must not be true. But if it's an INTJ and we're seeing lots of FE, it's kind of like ah. so. That's why it's always good to check with, you know, what cognitive functions are being used at the time. It's it's a nice double check. Uh, I helped yeah. some people type earlier today. I'm like, okay, you know, you've narrowed it down to two. You're leaning more towards one. Look at what he said. Here you've got an FI statement. You know? So said person can't be an ENTP, therefore they must be an ENFP. Or... You know, it's more likely if FI tricks the statements are kind of weird and it didn't seem like an FI tricks this statement. So it was natural to go with the ENFP and that person's actually in that cha- this channel right now. But beyond awesome. that, I think we should just jump into it. So, yeah. Do you have any any other context you want to add to this? Uh not really. I just, we're going to be, well, identify cognitive functions. We're going to be looking at interaction styles and temperaments. Uh, we're going to try to keep track some of the data on the board. Although, to be honest, I'm probably going to do a really crappy job of that because that's what I did last time with the Donald Trump uh, lecture or video and kind of just half-ass it sometimes. So if I might, so I may half-ass it. I may not, but uh, it right. doesn't matter. I mean, you can give me crap if I'm half-assing it too much, right? <laughs> so. Right. Okay, um, just on a side note, I'm pretty sure he does start smoking weed in the, during the podcast. I don't remember where exactly that is, and I don't know if we'll end up getting to it. But, you know, as I think we've discussed in previous Q&A sessions, the tendency of substances to cause cognitive shifts to either your subconscious or your ego, depending on whether it's alcohol or uh, marijuana or whatnot. Like, I'm sure Chase is a bit more yeah, knowledgeable I'm on like- that than I'm like definitely not going to be doing a bong rip like <laughs> while <laughs> podcasting while I'm obviously typing famous people, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, good God. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll have time, but if we do end up getting to it, it might be worth like pointing out what transition occurs. That'd oh, yeah. Really interesting. Yeah, let's uh, so, yeah, let's let's check that out. That, that you got a good point. We might see uh, the the transition. So, uh, and also uh, as a bonus, I think uh, Joe Rogan might be making a special appearance in our analysis tonight. So we might get him in the same one. Who knows? Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, but you know, let's 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 go with it. All right. So all right, let's. I'm going to start the video now. So let's see where we go. Awesome.
<clears throat> four, three, two, one. Boom. Thank you. Thanks for doing this, man. Really yeah. appreciate it. Hey, you're welcome. It's very good to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you too. And thanks for not lighting this place on fire. You're welcome. <laughs> That's how coming does, later. How does one, um, just in the middle of doing all the things you do, uh, create cars, uh, rockets, all this stuff you're doing, constantly innovating, decide to just make a flamethrower? Where do you have the time for that? Well, the flame, I wouldn't, wouldn't put a lot of time into the flamethrower. The, this was an off-the-cuff thing. And um, I have sort of like it's sort of a sort of a hobby company called the Boring Company. All right, I'm going to stop this right there. All right, informative. Yeah, <laughs> I I am definitely seeing the informative like immediately. It was like the first thing that came to head. You know, what? I'm not using that. I'm going to use red because who wouldn't want to use red? I am definitely seeing the informative for sure. Uh, and a little bit of SI, like he immediately started, you know, talking about the past thing, but I don't necessarily want to say SI right away because, you know, Joe mm -hmm. Rogan's just straight up asking him of like about a past thing. So that's very yeah. SE of Joe Rogan because Joe Rogan's obviously an yeah. SE user. So not fair enough to actually put on, but yeah, you're right. Absolutely informative. Let's keep it going. Uh, okay. Let's keep going. Uh, which started out as a joke. Uh, and we decided to make it real um, and, and dig a tunnel under LA. And then big, then people, other people asked us to dig tunnels. And so we said yes in a few cases. Um, and, and, then, and then we have a merchandise section that only has one piece of merchandise at a time. And we started off with a cat. And there was only one thing on it, it was just boringcompany.com slash cap. So I, uh, I'm thinking. He's, he's doing a lot of stuttering, right? You know, Elon Musk is doing stuttering. I actually saw uh, a few interviews of him where he's stuttering a lot. Uh, so stuttering uh, could be a case of, uh, it could be a case of SE inferior, which I've noticed, but I've also noticed being a case of FE inferior as well. Um, so it's like an extroverted function that's in an inferior slot because it's like insecurity, right? So you can make a case for SE inferior. You can make a case for FE inferior as a result of that kind of stuttering. So I'm going to put that up there. So we got some stuttering going on. All right. But couldn't the stuttering just mean that like, hey, I am uncomfortable and I don't feel comfortable. So yeah, you're stuttering. absolutely right. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, an SI standpoint for sure. You know, it could actually be a combination of SI uh, and FE, actually, because we already have FE is usually a, a stuttering standpoint, but then uh, combined together, yeah, SI and FE for sure. That's definitely a possibility. Let's uh, let's hear some more. All right, let's move on. That's it. And, and then we, we sold the hats, limited, limited edition. It just said The Boring Company. And then I'm a big fan of Space so, movie. So uh, yeah. vanilla there with The Boring Company. <laughs> Very vanilla. Mm -hmm. Bowls. Yogurt um, goes through the merchandising section, and they have a flamethrower in the <laughs> merchandising section of Spaceballs. And he, like the kids love that one. Uh, that's fine. When he pulls out the flamethrower, it's like we should do a flamethrower. So we. Does anybody tell you no? Does anybody go, Elon? Um... <laughs> You for yourself, but selling a flamethrower, the liabilities, all the people you're selling this device to, what kind of unhinged people are going to be buying a flamethrower in the first place? Do we really want to connect ourselves <laughs> to all these potential arsonists? Yeah, it's a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible idea. <laughs> T.I.? Yeah, it's a terrible idea. I mean, you can make the argument F.E. or T.I. Uh, yeah. or even T.E., like a lower T, yeah. you can even make the argument. It, it's it's a little subjective. I want to hear a little bit more. Uh, I am taking notes though, so like when I stop it, I'll just be like, oh, you know, he said this. That mm -hmm. means this. He said this. So yeah, let's keep it going for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I not buy one. I don't. I said, don't buy this flamethrower. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't buy it. That's what I said. But still, mm. people bought it. Yeah, There's nothing I can do to stop them. It's, you I build it, they will come. I, I said, don't buy it. It's a bad idea. How many did you make? It's Dangerous. It's got it's wrong. <laughs> Don't buy it. It's still people bought it. I just couldn't stop them. How many did you make? Twenty thousand. <laughs> wow. Twenty 
thousand. And they're all gone. In three, I think four days. <laughs> we sold out in four days. Are you gonna do a? All right. I mean, this is seeming a bit slow paced. So if you want to fill in the gaps, we won't have to pause the video as much, and we'll be able to get through a lot more. I reckon. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's fine. No, no, that's it. Yes. Oh. I said we would do twenty. We did fifty thousand. Fifty thousand hats. Um, and and um, that was a million dollars. And he's like, okay, we'll we'll sell something and, and for ten million, and that was. Twenty thousand flamethrowers at five hundred dollars each. <laughs> it went fast. How do you have the time? <laughs> how do you have the time to wow. do that, though? I mean, I understand that it's not a big deal in terms of all the other things that you do, but how do you have time to do anything? I just I don't understand your time management skills. I, I mean, I didn't spend much time on, on this flamethrower. I mean, to be totally frank, it's actually just a roofing torch with an air rifle cover. Not the real flamethrower. Which is why it says not a flamethrower. That's why we were very clear. This is not actually a flamethrower. And, and, and also we were told uh, that various countries would, would ban shipping of it. They would, not, they would ban flamethrowers. So we very, to solve this problem for all the customs agencies, we labeled it not a flamethrower. Did that it work? Was it effective? I, I, I don't know. I think so. Yes. So far. Yes. Now, but you do. They said you cannot okay, strip a uh, So notice how he said, like, I think so when Joe Rogan's like, oh, you know, d- does it work? Does it work? And uh, he's like, I am so not aware of what other people did with it or if he w- it was remotely successful of them. You know, he just mm-hmm. he just didn't care. I mean, that kind of kind of seems low SE to me. I mean, what do you think? Mm hmm. Little, little low on the SEN there. Because um, he's like, I don't know what other people are doing. Because expert sensing is very like, oh, hey, what are you doing? Or, oh, I'm aware of what you guys are doing over there. And I would like to know what you guys are doing so that I know what I want to do, right? I'm not I'm not really... More. Say again? Like, slot seven and eight, like Trickster Demon? Because, like, I'm, I'm seeing him be kind of unaware. <laughs> yeah, he's he, yeah, he's kind of very unaware of what other people are doing with the products that he's selling, right? So that's very low SE, and he seems to be going like super SI in the past, you know, as a result. So definitely, um, definitely pretty SI uh, on that standpoint, in my opinion, as a result of low SE. You know, logically speaking, if you have low SE, that means you have high SI, right? So uh, he also. Uh, his comment, kids love that one. That was very, that was very F-E. Uh, but uh, yeah, that was very F-E. Uh, and, it, and it could also be a little bit of N-E as well um, in that standpoint. But again, we need to hear some more. If they're still talking about the flamethrower, just skip ahead like five minutes or something so we get off that subject. All right. So I'm just going to jump to like 10 minutes in. Okay. Interface. Engineering. Aerospace engineering. But you must understand there's not a whole lot of human beings like you. You know that, right? So you're an oddity Seems, uh, yes. to chimps like me. We're all chimps. Yeah, we are. We're one, notch, one notch above a chimp. Some of us are a little more confused. When I watch you doing all these things, I'm like, how does this motherfucker have all this time and all this energy and all these ideas, and then people just let him do these things? Because I'm an alien. That's what I've speculated. Yes. I, I'm on record. Saying this in the past, I wonder. It's well, so I mean, I know this is an interview, so it's probably not fair, but I kind of feel like he's not driving any of the conversation at all and is completely responding. He's completely responding. I I agree, he's completely responding. He hasn't actually initiated anything quite yet, so I agree. And even if someone's interviewing, I still kind of take over eventually as an extrovert and just start initiating with them and here's another thing he also said like you know yeah we're all chimps and then uh and then joe rogan made like a a dig at that comment and then he responded with well why not love a chimp right that's a very t-i-f-e statement right that's a very Mm -hmm. t-i-f-e statement so very t-i as a result we got uh we got responding we got informative i have yet to hear any direct and he's taking his time saying things. I could almost make an argument for control at this point when I want to hear more, um, you know, mm-hmm. going from that standpoint. Uh, also, the fact that he's willing to just create a company called The Boring Company and make just random flamethrowers and hats doesn't exactly sound like someone who cares about doing the right thing. 
You know what I mean? Doesn't mm-hmm. sound affiliative to me, right? It kind of is like very mm-hmm. pragmatic. You know what I mean? So I'm actually going to put one down for pragmatic as well uh, on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, making a a flamethrower that's not a flamethrower with a roofing torch and an air rifle cover. I mean, that's kind of an abstract standpoint, right? You know, like Tony Stark style. You know what I mean? So. Add some spin. Add some spin to that. Yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, doing the abstraction there. So, yeah, let's hear some more. That's true. I mean, if there was one, I was like, if there was like maybe an intelligent being that we created, you know, like some AI creature yeah. that's uh, superior to people, maybe would just hang around with us for a little while like you've been doing and then fix a bunch of shit. Maybe that's the way. I might have some <laughs> mutation or something like that. You might. Do you think you do? Probably. Do you wonder? Like, are you around normal people? You're like, hmm. Normal people. <laughs> What's up with these ones? All right. Dumb motherfuckers. Ever? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that was like that F bomb. I've that was definitely uh some T E pessimistic there. That definitely mm-hmm. the, that I could I mean you could make it pessimistic from being in a uh you know on the shadow side or you could actually be like a T E parent potentially. Mm-hmm. So right. Will not be able to hold a candle to AI. Mm. You scare the shit out of me when you talk about AI. Between you and Sam Harris, oh, I didn't sure. even consider it until I had a podcast with Sam once. That's and right. He made me shit my pants. <sighs> I, talking about AI, I, I realized like, oh well, this is a genie that once it's out of the bottle, you're never getting it back in. That's true. That's true. There was a video AI tweeted. This is responding. <laughs> this is responding. <laughs> like a robot. That's true. Ti. Boston robots and yeah. you're like in the future it'll be moving so fast you can't see it without a strobe light yeah you could probably do that right now and no one's really uh paying attention too much other than people like- you could probably do it right now is that him being informative again that is that is definitely informative for sure good catch you are the informative catcher uh, lots of experience <laughs> things are happening these robots are. And did you see the one where PETA uh, put out a statement that you shouldn't kick robots? Probably not wise. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not wise. Ne. That is like, uh, yeah. If you're gonna do that, you're gonna get screwed, man. Not wise. Yeah, that's ne for sure. I bet it's really good. It's really good. I bet it is. Yes. I'm getting better every day. It's really good. Are you honestly legitimately concerned about this? Are you, is like AI one of your Do you feel bad about this, Elon Musk? Do you feel bad? (laughs) Right. In regards to the future? Yes. It's less of a worry than it used to be, uh, mostly due to taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Hmm. Is this some TI there? <laughs> fatalistic attitude. I don't know. Like when people talk fatalism, they're like th- thinking like nihilism, you know, and nihilism is more of an mm-hmm. IGJ point of view. Uh, fatalism is like the whole why bother syndrome. Uh, so it's kind of, I don't know. It's kind of seems more INTP ish to me. I'm going to write that down. Mm-hmm. Why bother syndrome fatalism. Go for it. You used to have more hope and you gave up some of it, and now you don't worry as much about AI. You're like, this is just what it is. <laughs> Asking NI if he has hope, how does he respond? <laughs> yeah, it kind of looks like he's self destructing much. Hmm. Yeah. Well, not, it's, it's, no, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's definitely going to be outside of human control. Not necessarily bad, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's just outside of human control. Not necessarily a bad. Wow, very fe. Not necessarily bad. You know, we're we're generalizing the 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 ethics and the morals here, right? We're generalizing the morals. We're going to create ethics. Very nice little fe right. statement. Because what about, what about outside of our control? Is that a bit any? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is also any outsider control because it's like, okay, how how are we going to be able to predict this? How are we going to make this fate actually come in? You know, that's that's not, you know, and uh, there's nothing you could do. I mean, of course, 
it's interesting because you know anything could be real, right? Uh, mm-hmm. When you have someone with low SE, because uh, it seems like he's very low SE, you know anything can be real, right? From that standpoint, and oh, it's out of our control. Anything could be real. Oh well, you know. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, let's keep going. I'm gonna get a lot into this. Here is that. It's going to be very tempting to use AI as a weapon. It's going to be very tempting. In fact, it will be used as a weapon. NE. Um, right. So the 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 on ramp to serious AI. The danger is going to be more humans using it against each other. I think most likely that'll be the danger. Most likely yeah. more NE. That's all NE. Mm-hmm. Or do you think we are from something that can make its own mind up, whether or not something's ethically or morally correct, or whether or not it wants to do something, or whether or not it wants to improve itself, or whether or not it wants to protect itself from people or from other AI? How far away are we from something that's really, truly sentient? Well, I mean, you could argue that any group of people like, like a, a company is essentially a, a cybernetic collective of people and machines. That's what a company is. And then there are different, there's different levels of complexity in the way these companies are formed. And then there are sort of, there's this sort of like a collective AI in in the Google sort of search, Google search, you know, the where we're all sort of plugged in as like like nodes on the network, like leaves on a big tree. That's very abstract, super abstract. Mm-hmm. That's like abstract times many. Work. And he seems very controlled. Notice his extremely slow responses to right. all these questions. Yeah. It's just it's insane the control. There is no movement here at all. Like like none. And I still see informative. I have yet to him to really do anything direct except for like the, you know, why not love a chimp? You know, that kind of statement, for example. Um, right. Uh, and he just talked about a cybernetic collective uh, being like this company that, you know, uh, of humans and machines. That's very systematic. That's not very interest based, more uh, abstract. Um Definitely pragmatic with his approach to AI because he's talking about what works and not necessarily the you know the right thing because you can kind of tell that Joe Rogan's asking him, hey, you know, is this the right thing to do? And Elon mm-hmm. Musk is just like, I kind of don't really care because it doesn't matter to me because it's it's what works. AI works for me, so fine, you know. Oh well, you know what I mean. He's kind of had that really neutral standpoint with it for sure, right? Yeah, <laughs> gives zero fucks right now. Yeah, we're all collectively programming the AI, and the, the and Google plus the all the humans that connect to it are one giant cybernetic collective. Cybernetic this is collective. also true of and Twitter and Instagram and all these social networks. The giant this, cybernetic collective. This is also true. More TI. That's not T. interfacing and constantly now, constantly connected. Yes. Constantly. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot over the last few years is that one of the, the things that drives a lot of people crazy is how, how many people are obsessed with materialism and getting the latest, greatest thing. And I wonder how much of that is well, a lot of it is most certainly fueling technology and innovation. And it almost seems like it's built into us. It's like what we like and what we want, that we're fueling this thing that's constantly around us all the time. And it doesn't seem possible that people are going to pump the brakes. It doesn't seem possible at this stage where we're constantly expecting new self It doesn't seem possible. It doesn't seem possible. I'm such a high SE user, and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. so I'm S-I-E-T-I. Yes, Joe, Joe Rogan, we know you're S-E-T-I, and you're, like, so concrete right now and lacking in abstraction. It's, like, driving me nuts. I got to be honest with you, man. Joe Rogan strikes me as an STP, like, hands down. And, I mean, yes, he's. it's kind of unfair to, like, say, like, oh, yeah, Joe Rogan, you're an ESTP because, you know, he's obviously the one initiating because it's him doing the interview. But 
I my money is on ESTP right now for Joe Rogan for ha- hands down. What mm-hmm. do you what do you think, Jab? Yeah, I mean he's definitely doing all the initiating, but then again, that could come down to just how responding Elon Musk is. Because I mean, I'm just only seeing Elon Musk responding, and Joe Rogan's got a podcast here. He needs to make money off it. If somebody, if he, if the person he's interviewing is like extremely on the responding end of things, he ha- ha- he has to initiate. Like he just has to. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it does create a bit of bias. So he's got to be at least one of the initiating types, right? Um, doesn't doesn't strike. And uh, yeah, I would agree. He's more concrete than abstract, and he's so very he's direct. Initiate, yeah, for sure. Right. Compared right. to Elon Musk, who's obviously informative it's interesting seeing the direct to informative dynamic and how joe rogan's kind of struggling a little bit with his answers <laughs> he's trying to like dig up more he's asking the same questions over and over again with the flamethrower trying to figure out more about the flamethrower and uh and elon musk is just like meh you know <laughs> like that got a little bit of apathy there i mean wow it's kind of sounded like an intp with all that apathy it's just like elon musk himself is kind of really apathetic to the the, the interview itself. <laughs> I don't care. It's a. It's a, just a torch with a setup. It's not a flamethrower. Yeah, the newest pro. Everything has to be newer and better, and that's going to lead to some incredible point. And it seems like it's built into us. It almost seems like it's a, an instinct that we we're working towards this. That we like it. Mm-hmm. Our job, just like the ants build the ant hill, our job is to somehow another fuel this. Yes, um, I mean, when I made those comments some some years ago, but it feels like we are the biological bootloader for AI. Effectively, we are building it. The biological bootloader. Wow, nice, very abstract, very systematic. <laughs> <laughs> very informative very pragmatic wow right thank you building progressively greater intelligence and the percentage of intelligence that is not human is increasing and eventually we will represent a very small percentage of intelligence eventually represent a small percentage of intelligence that's ne plus te Mm-hmm. But the the AI is informed, strangely, by the human limbic system. It, it is, in large part. Uh, just look how carefully he's choosing his words yeah, right there. Very carefully. It's very effy because you can almost tell that he's uh, like pseudo, or it, it's like SI plus FE because he's very, he, he's like, I'm approaching this conversation very dutifully. I know what I should say and what I should not say, basically. And his FE right. is aware of what is like ethically okay for him to say as a result of that because there's a lot riding on a live uh, interview like this. And oh, hey, you know, I, I shouldn't say the wrong thing. So I don't want to do like any social faux pas because people, you know, look at me and see I'm Mr. Walking social faux pas, you know, et cetera. So definitely. definitely Ironically, very- he later goes on to smoke some weed in the interview. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's because he doesn't, that's all about moral principles, you know, not to, because he'd be concerned about what people think about him. And if there's one thing that we can tell from Elon Musk, he doesn't care what people think, because if he cared about what people thought of him, then he wouldn't be making flamethrowers and hats and naming a company, Mm -hmm. the boring company, you know, with some of the things that he's done. He just really doesn't care what other people think about him. It's just not a priority, which means it's, it's, it tells me very low TE, but very high TI, because it's all about what he thinks. It's not about what others think. It's just not as high of a priority for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very precise. But. Yeah, let's move on. Um, Tell me if you ever want to skip another five minutes ahead or so. Yeah, go for it. Let's let's do that. Let's do that. Skip again. Case scenario. I think best case scenario, we... I think we merge with AI, AI, uh, where we... AI serves as a tertiary cognition layer. Wait, was that that? I think we should. T-I-N-E. 
Yeah, I, no, it's I think we will. And then uh, he's just using should because the English language is crap. And then uh, right. very systematic with how he approached that with like merging with AI, et cetera. Again, more abstraction. So obviously we can tell he, I don't know. I've gotten like no affiliative. I've got no interest, not concrete. So obviously hands down folks, he is an NT. Of course, most of the people in this audience know that's pretty obvious. He's a freaking yeah. NT. I mean, come on. So which the NTs right now? And we got informative uh, and we got control. You know, so, okay, it's looking like INTP so far responding. He's definitely very responding in this. But as you said, he's being interviewed, right? So it's kind of like there's a right. little bias there. And it's like, oh, well, of course he's going to be responding in an interview, right? But we've noticed that he's very uh -huh. control-based and thinking everything very carefully, very slowly, taking his jolly sweet time. And we know he's informative. So regardless of him being initiating responding, we can actually ignore this. We don't need to know that. Mm -hmm. We just need to know direct right. control and informative. And, you yeah. know, therefore, uh, he has to be behind the scenes because they're the only ones that are informed and control. Therefore, based on the Berenzian uh, system, he is an INTP. Just, mm -hmm. just based off of that alone, based on what we have. And then, uh, and then over here, the cognitive functions, tons of TI, a bit of FE, lots of NE, right? So, okay, that seems to fit. That seems to fit uh, the other side. So, I mean, I got to say, based on what we have right now, INTP, uh, let, let's listen to some more and see if we can actually, like, disprove this. Let, let's try to disprove it. All right. Let's try and find some FI. Yeah, let's, let's, let's really try really hard. System, um, kind of, you know, primitive brain, essentially. We've got the cortex. So you're, you're currently in a symbiotic relationship with your cortex and limbic system are in a symbiotic relationship. And generally people like their cortex and they like their limbic system. I haven't met anyone who wants to delete their limbic system or delete their cortex. Everybody seems to like both. And the cortex is mostly in service to the limbic system. People may think that that, that, they're, that the thinking part of themselves is in charge, but it's mostly their limbic system that's in charge. And the cortex is trying to make the limbic system happy. That's what most of that computing power is oriented towards. How can it's I make it? It's kind of interesting uh, when he says that, you know, this is in charge and then this thing's trying to make it happy. And I'm thinking to myself, is that literally, are you literally putting the parts of the brain and attaching them to like your own four sides of your mind? Like if you really are an INTP, for example, are, are you like, are you taking that part of the brain and making that your ENTJ shadow and how it's in charge and whatnot? And then you're talking about, you know, your ego trying or your subconscious with the, your ESFJ subconscious trying to make them happy, et cetera. It's, it's kind of interesting uh, listening to how mm -hmm. he talks and how the four sides of the mind are potentially coming out. It's pretty awesome. Right. Let's keep going. That's what I was trying to do. That's what I was trying to do. Now, if, if we do have a third layer, which is the AI extension of yourself that is also symbiotic. Um, and there's enough bandwidth between the cortex and the AI extension of yourself such that the AI doesn't de, de facto separate. Go ahead and skip three minutes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, I think this is the weed bit. Oh, grab that sucker. Grab that, that sucker. Give me some of that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is just some alcohol. If I was talking to one like, cheers, by the way. Cheers. Yeah, this is a great whiskey. Thank you. This is great whiskey. That's SI. There you well, go. They yeah, gave it yeah. to us. Old camp, whoever it was. Thanks. It's good. Yeah, it is good. Um, this is just inevitable. Again, going back to your when you decided to be, have this fatalistic viewpoint. So you warned, you tried to warn people. You talked about this. Pretty extensively. I've read several interviews mm -hmm. where you talked about this and then you just sort of just said, okay, it just is. Let's just, and you, in a way you're by communicating the potential fear. I mean, it, for sure you're, you're getting the warning out to some people. Yeah. Getting the warning yeah. out for some people. Why? Come on, respond Elon. <laughs> tell us. I was really going on the warning quite, quite a lot. I was, Warning everyone I could. You met with Obama, and just for one reason, like, just to watch talk out. about AI. Yes. And what did he say? 
So what about Hillary? <laughs> Worry about her first. Shh. Everybody be quiet. No, he, he listened. <laughs> he certainly listened. Um, I mean, with- oh, this guy, he just kind of sounds like he's having like a PTSD Vietnam flashback talking about I, I know, man. Uh, and he's like, hey, I warned them. I'm warning these people. It's very any parent. It's a little bit of ESFJ subconscious, you know, and, and, uh, oh, I talked about Obama, you know, which, right, you know, he, he name dropped Obama there, which he doesn't really name drop very often. TE users, high TE users, they name drop more often than, than TI users. So, so that was kind of a rarity so far that, that we've seen a bit. But again, it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, did you warn them? You know, uh, like you should be warning people, says Joe Rogan with his SE. And then uh, Elon's responding with SI. Oh, yeah, uh, I, I did warn them. And let me remember a situation where I, where I warned an important person. Oh, yeah, I, I warned Obama about AI. You know, it's very SINE, you know, again. So it's like, okay, I want to, I want to, I want I want you to find me some FI, Jab. Can you find me some FI? <laughs> with Congress, I met with. I, I was at a meeting. I think we can skip ahead. It's basically the same stuff. Yeah, this is chimps hated cruelty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. Oh, chimp cruelty. Let's uh, go back. Chimp cruelty. Yeah, like chimps engage in warfare and beat each other. Chimps are with mean. Sticks. They're fucking real They're mean. Fucking mean. They're real mean. I saw a movie chimpanzee. I thought it was gonna be like some Disney thing. I'm like, oh, cow. What movie was that? Looks called chimpanzee. Who is it? A documentary? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Literally it's kind of like, 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 damn, those are mean. They're mean. Yeah, yeah they're cruel. Yeah, they're they're, they're calculated. Cruel. Fe. Up on each other. Like I didn't realize chimps did. I watched this movie. Si. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, kind of like It's dark. Right. Well, we know better because we've advanced. <laughs> but if we hadn't. We'd be like, man, I don't want to fucking live in a house. I like the chimp ways, bro. Chimp ways to go. This is it, man. Chimp life. It's the only life I know. But we, in a way, to the AI, might be like those chimps. And we're like, these stupid fucks launching missiles out of drones and shooting each other underwater. Like, we're crazy. We got torpedoes and submarines and fucking airplanes that drop nuclear bombs indiscriminately on cities. We're assholes. <laughs> yeah they might go why are they doing this it might like look at our politics look at what we do in, in terms of our, our our food system what what kind of food we force down each other's throats and they might go this, these people are crazy they don't even look out for themselves i don't know i mean how much do we think about chimps not much very little how much like, do we think about chimps okay yeah that's that's a nice te thing kind of kind of seemed pretty negative there jab with that te a little, little bit negative. Like, how much do we mm-hmm. care? Like, how much do we really think about chimps? I mean, how much of a priority is chimps right now? I mean, it sounds very nemesis y to me. It kind of it, it supports the INTP approach for sure. Mm-hmm. Or they, right. these like little, it's like groups of chimps just attack each other and they kill each other. <laughs> well, kill. I thought I thought if we had a chance of getting any. F- NEFI, it would have been this discussion about chimps, but nope. it's just basically bashing how terrible they are. Yeah, it's all <laughs> it's just FE. Yeah, I think I think I'm done with the uh, with Mr. Elon Musk here. Uh, so let's let's review. So we identified that he was definitely an NT temperament. We did this because we realized that uh, he was he was definitely pragmatic. He was systematic. Uh, he was abstract. Uh, so as a result, from a temperament side, definitely an NT. And then we knew that he was uh, informative uh, and control. We didn't really care about initiating, responding, especially in an interview situation. It's a little hard to, to like figure out because, you know, someone's obviously in the role of initiator. The other person's in the role of responder, right? So we kind of just gave up on trying to look for that. But control versus movement, direct versus forward, he's very informative. He's all about control, taking his time. So just on the Berenzian uh, model, uh, as well as the uh, Stephen Montgomery temperament matrix model, INTP for sure. Looking at cognitive functions based on everything we've seen, majority TI, FE, SI, NE, which means he could be an INTP, um, a uh, an ENTP, an ESFJ, or an ISFJ, one of those four types, because they all have those 
you know, same four top four cognitive functions, right? So based on that, uh, he could only be one of those four types. Well, if we're using the Berenzian model and uh, the Montgomery model, then okay, he's an INTP here, and he de- his cognitive functions match up with that. So ergo, he is an INTP. There you have it, folks. Elon Musk is an INTP, contrary to popular belief. Imagine that. So yeah. Wow. What do you think about Joe Rogan, though? Since we're here, I mean, uh, I, I'm 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 leaning towards ESTP. I'm very partial towards ESTP right now, Jeb. Yeah, it doesn't strike me as being an ESTJ. I just don't see those traditionalist duty based sort of attitudes towards him. He just seems more freedom based. He's got that strong SE, definitely an SE user, so probably not an ESTJ. Definitely direct. Definitely initiating. I'm not really I'm not sure about control. I'm not really seeing him being like insecure about how Elon mm. Musk would feel. I'm just not seeing this this FE inferior insecurity. Like if he was an ISTP, he'd be a little bit more insecure about what uh, Elon Musk was doing. Not only that, if he was also like TI Hero, for example, uh, he'd be challenging Elon Musk a lot more on what Elon Musk is saying, right? Because when you have mm-hmm. two TI heroes like next to each other, it's going to lead to some conflict. It's going to lead to some, uh, you know, to some fighting, like competition. I mean, it literally becomes a compared dicks fest at that point when you have two mm-hmm. TI users in the same room. And it's like, okay, who's smarter? It, it, it's constant. I've seen that happen so many times, uh, especially against TI hero men, right? So I, it kind of would seem that Joe Rogan's TI is a little bit more pessimistic and not as optimistic because he's been talking so much about, you know, Hey, what are you doing? What are these people doing? Uh, you know, and, uh, you know, how do you feel about this type of type of approach? He's very concrete, but Joe Rogan is pragmatic. I mean, he's smoking and drinking on his own podcast that that's a person who does what works. It's not about doing the right thing. Right. So we know he's pragmatic, but he's very concrete. Right. So, so if he's pragmatic and he's concrete, okay, that means he's an SP type by default, right? So, but mm-hmm. is he initiating? Is he, uh, is he, uh, or responding kind of hard to the interviewer thing, right? Because, you know, that's kind of right. subjective there. So instead of looking yeah. at that, let's look at control versus movement or direct versus form. He's absolutely direct. So if he's an SP and he's direct, he can only be an ISTP or an ESTP, right? But is he control versus movement? I I haven't really seen movement at all because mm-hmm. Joe Rogan really allowed uh, Elon Musk to have all of the time in the world to craft his answers. Not only that, Joe Rogan never interrupted him. I don't know how many times I've been interrupted by an ISTP in my life. It's because, <laughs> like, think about it, because, like, ISTPs have this thing where they're like, oh, I see you doing this thing over here with my SE parent, and I'm going to interrupt you while you're doing it and then do it for you because you're obviously doing it wrong instead of, like, you know, giving them the the other person the opportunity to fail, right, and then offer to Mm -hmm. teach them how to do it better. ISTPs, especially immature ISTPs, are like, oh, hey, you know, you're doing that thing. I'm going to do it for you because ISTPs have this point of view where it's like, oh, you know, if you want something done right, do it yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's... That's that's like an issue, but I'm not seeing that from uh, I, I'm just absolutely not seeing that from Joe Rogan here. Joe Rogan is more focused on keeping Elon Musk comfortable. He's got a lot higher SE. His TI seems a bit more pessimistic, instead of optimistic. It's not causing as much uh, problems. There's no competition with TI there. And he seems more control based because he's keeping his show under control. He's going his own pace. Um uh, you know, he's not very movement oriented, which an ISTP is very movement oriented. So by process of elimination, I have no choice but to maintain that Joe Rogan is an ESTP for sure, based on all the information that we've seen so far. Yep. Uh, what do you think? Should we wrap it up or should we try and look into the cognitive transitions? Um. Yeah, sure. Uh, get to the part, like, skip to the part where he's like, like, probably a good ten minutes into after having, you know, a few hits of weed. Let's let's see if we can see him do it for sure. I think I saw someone give me a time stat, types uh, timestamp in the live chat. I'm just gonna see if I can find it. Okay. I think they said it was about two hours and twenty minutes into the podcast. 
Yeah, we just jump to the end. It should be good. So when everybody leaves, it's just Elon sitting at home, brushing his teeth. Just a bunch of ideas bouncing around your head. Yeah. Whew. All the time. When did you realize that that's not the case with most people? I thought I was insane. Yeah, wow. it's, it's it's where it's like FE inferiors, like because FE users have this thing, like especially INFJs, right? Where uh, you know people, even ENFJs, FE users in general do this, where if people don't value me in a certain way, right? Because my FE is in top four, so that means my TE is in my bottom four. If people think so little of me, they take a very pessimistic point of view from it. As a result of that, they start to believe the crap that people tell them. They start to believe the labels that people attach to you know, the FE users over time as the FE user is consistently confronted with these negative labels. Because FE users... Uh, Although they're not as sensitive to labels as TE users are, uh, they can be sensitive to labels from TE users, right? Uh, and uh, it's specifically, you know, with especially FE users who have FE hero or FE inferior uh, for the most part, you know, and Elon Musk being FE inferior in this regard would state that, right? Uh, mm -hmm. you know, ENFJs have that problem too, ESFJs too, because they get super sensitive um, to being labeled things, you know, as a result. And mm -hmm. it's because it's like, you can't value me with that label because they want people's FI to feel good about them as an FE user, but they also instinctually mm -hmm. know that their TE, that person's TE is attached, you know, to that person's FI. So if the FI user is speaking to them in labels, those labels, they are equating to feelings with the other mm -hmm. person, right? And that's why the FE user is sensitive to labels. And if you have low FE or high FE where you're super sensitive to those labels, you'll start to actually believe the labels. You'll start to believe the lies, essentially. Because remember, labels are nothing more than beliefs. They're not actually true, right? And because they're actually belief systems, TE is a belief. It's a belief system. It's not actually true, false. It's actually a belief. Because TE is a belief, extroverted thinking is a belief, uh, you know, uh, wow, that person feels this way about me. And then all of a sudden they start to think that what those people are saying are actually true, because if that's how they value me, it must be true. Right. And that's what happens when you have a low FE user. And that's why Elon mm -hmm. Musk is responding to Joe Rogan in this way. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep playing. Because it was clear that other people do not. What, their mind wasn't exploding with ideas all the so time. They weren't expressing it. They weren't talking about it all the time. And you realize by the time you were five or six, like, oh, they're probably not even getting this thing that I'm getting. Oh. Strange. It was like... Hmm. <laughs> that was my conclusion. That's strange. But did you yeah, I mean, this is about 13 minutes after he puffed, like, I don't know. Is it still there? Is he still buzzed? Yeah, I mean, maybe. No. He seems to be holding it pretty firm right now. No, he wasn't buzzed. He didn't get a good idea. All right. Um, let's keep going. All right. Diminished by it in any way? Like, knowing that this is a weird thing that you really probably couldn't commiserate with with other people? You, they would. They wouldn't understand I hope, you. I hope they wouldn't find out because they might like put me away or something. You thought that for a second, yes. <laughs> they might when put me little. away. Any parent te nemesis. I'm worried what people think of me because they might put me away because I'm strange. Yeah, that's very NTP approach to things for sure. <laughs> Why? What if they put me away? Like when you were little, you thought this. Yes. Wow. Like you thought this <laughs> is so radically different than the people that are around me. If they find out I got this stream coming in. Yeah. Wow. But, you know, I was only like five or six. So like, like. Do you think this is like, I mean, there's, there's outliers by a lot. He kind of seems a bit more sensitive to like the FA things. Could that be a subconscious shift? Yeah, it looks like a subconscious shift to me. 
bit more sensitive to it. You mean there's people that are seven foot nine? There's people that have giant hands. There's people that have <laughs> eyes that are twenty fifteen vision. There's always outliers. Um. Oh, uh, I feel like a jab. Like, Hunter is making a mm -hmm. point in the chat, uh, saying, "I've watched the whole thing. It doesn't actually inhale, therefore, it doesn't actually change." You know. Uh, wow. <laughs> we, we we got scammed. We got scammed. That sucks. Well, I mean, I guess I guess what we need to do, like for an upcoming stream, uh, probably uh, find someone who is not intoxicated at the beginning of their interview and someone who is intoxicated at the end. Because I really want to, I want to talk about cognitive uh, <laughs> transitions for sure. In that way, I, I think, actually see it. I think there was. I think Alex Jones on the Joe Rogan podcast. I, I know Alex Jones was suggested by a bunch of people. So I think he also smoked the joint on the Joe Rogan podcast. I'm not sure though. So we'll see what happens with that. We might be able to see it with him. Okay. Yeah. Alex Jones is definitely highly requested along with Jordan Peterson. Uh, so yeah. Um, Alex Jones did smoke a joint on his Joe Rogan. Oh, fair enough. Okay, well, we'll uh, we'll definitely take a look when it comes. Okay, guys, uh, with that being said, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, final tally for the night, Elon Musk is absolutely an, EN, or an INTP, excuse me, lol. And uh, Joe Rogan, I believe, is an ESTP based on the evidence that we've seen as a result of analyzing this podcast. So there you have it, folks. Hopefully you enjoyed uh, this stream. We try to doing one of these how to type streams once a week. Uh, if you have any suggestions as to uh, which person we should be doing next, psychoanalyzing next, leave it in the comments section below and uh, we'll get to it. Obviously, subscribe to the channel and uh, to the podcast and leave a like while you're at it because we need those to uh, stay relevant mm -hmm. here on uh, YouTube. And uh, awesome. Uh, if you have any questions about INTPs or ESTPs, leave them below. Uh, I'll probably be adding... Uh, some of these actually to the specific type uh, playlists that we have as well, uh, just to make sure that we're keeping everything uniform and uh, kind of going where it should be going. And uh, if you guys, uh, yeah, if you guys have any ideas, just again, put it in the comment section. So awesome. I think this is a great uh, stream. Uh, special thanks to the team, especially Jab for helping me get my sound figured out and uh, for uh, running the, uh, the sound for the evening. That was fantastic. Otherwise, uh, thank you all. And uh, I'll see you guys next time. Uh, Jab, real quick, do you have anything you want to add? Or are we good to go? Uh, no, I think we're pretty good to go. Um, it's a shame we got tricked. Like, I saw that the his dream was a big drama story. Turns out he barely even inhaled. So we didn't get what we wanted to. Um, just bad. goes to show how much expert on weed I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean... We've got INTP, we've got ESTP for uh, Joe Rogan. So we've killed two birds with one stone. Bonus episode. Yeah, hashtag bonus episode. Getting a second person in ah. there. Why not? All right, cool. Sounds good. Uh, I'll uh, probably have another lecture out, guys, soon. So I'll uh, probably see you guys tomorrow night. Have a good night. See you then. See you later.